There are two ways to be happy. Change the situation or change your mindset towards it. This is Unspoken Soul with Miss Nita. What's going on everybody? I hope everybody is doing well. I hope everybody has not suffered a loss this time around, but yet I know somebody has. And my heart and my prayers go out to them. You know, this past weekend, wow, we don't really think about death to the point of leaving here ourselves. But we more so when it's someone that we love and that is close to us when death becomes a part of our minds, our mindset. You know, how much longer do I have? When is my time coming? Why did they have to leave me now? They were too young. It wasn't time. I wasn't prepared. You know, all the different scenarios that goes on through our heads. But like I was going to say this past weekend, as I sat on the phone talking to a friend, I heard sirens. And of course, hearing sirens throughout the day is nothing. You know, I hear it all the time. It's sad that I have to say that, but yes, constantly, almost all day long, I'm hearing sirens. But this particular day, when I heard the sirens, I told my friend to hold on for a minute because it was, to me, it was way too many of them and they were too close because I could hear them going past on the main street that I live off of. And I told my friend, I said, wait a minute, something's going on. I never done that before. <laughs> you know, I hear sirens all the time. Most of the time I can tell when they're coming down my block. But for some odd reason, something came on me, over me that was something wrong. And probably an hour after that, I happened to go on Facebook, and there it was. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah, the situation where two young men lost their lives only a block and a half from where I live, right where all those sirens were going to, because of hmm, bad judgment. Can we call it bad judgment? We can call it stupidity or whatnot, but they were innocent victims of two men older than them drag racing down a major street. A street that is always busy. I'm like, how in the hell can you be drag racing on this street when there's always cars there, where this intersection, somebody's always turning? And no regards to traffic, no regards to human life, no regards to their own life. They killed two young men that was on the path to getting their lives back together. 
death. We don't know when it's coming. Like the scriptures say, we know not the day nor the hour. Hmm. We don't know God's timetable. We don't even know the way we're going to leave here. Oftentimes we pray that, okay, if you're coming for me, let it be in my sleep. I, I don't want to suffer pain. I don't, I don't want to go through anything excruciating. I don't, you know, whew. but, you know, a car accident. I often think what, what goes on in a person's mind at the final seconds? Or do they even know that this is it? The fear that probably jumps into their body at that time. Yeah, I didn't mean to come on here and be, you know, this downer, but I look at these situations, it's like, what is going on in the mind of those who have taken precious lives? You know, it doesn't matter the person's walk, what they have done, where they've been, and so forth. Life in general is precious. It's a gift. But it's what we do with our lives that is important. Do we want to waste it? Do you want to waste it sitting in jail because of some stupid, you know, thought in your head or just to get back at somebody and you decide to take their life? Because why is it that nowadays nobody talks anymore? I remember growing up, you know, somebody had an issue. Yeah, there were fights. There were fights with you know, fist fights and so forth. And then after a while, it was, it was done. It was done. But now they don't even do that. They go and get a weapon. And the weapon doesn't even have to be a gun or a knife. It can be a vehicle. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of nowadays. Vehicles. A lot of people want to say, you know, our young people are lost because granted, Right now in my in my city, I don't know about yours, but a lot of young people are losing their lives to violence, some type of violent act. And they often say, you know, well, where's the parents? What are the parents doing? Well, you know, I this generation nowadays, if you really look at the history, this is a generation of the children who had children. And they're still children. They probably know more than about 15, 16 years older than their kids. They trying to live life too. They don't see them as their children. And I need to raise them. I need to teach them better. No, they trying to live their lives. And so oftentimes the street is raising their children. Or hey, sometimes the children are running out in the streets with their parents. Looking at the behavior that I'm seeing nowadays, I don't I don't know where you where you begin to reach these individuals. I know we can pray. As for me, you know, I, I'm I'm a single parent. Basically, I was a single parent even when I was married. <laughs> but I kept my son in prayer. I would ask God for covering 
every time I left him alone because I worked those crazy hours. You know, I worked 12 hour shifts, day and night, three, four, five, six, seven days a week. So I couldn't be around on the regular. But I had parents that also helped me, but I, but I mostly depended on God to keep my child covered. I, I wish, I know I need to pray more for parents to help them get an understanding that your children are your responsibility. Even, you know, they say they're only my responsibility till they get 18. Well, granted, yes, you should have taught them everything they need to know before they get out there in life. But even after that, just don't let them go. You know, just put them out there. You still need to keep them covered. You still need to be there for them to talk to, to give advice. You still, in a sense, raising them, but on a totally different level, on an adult level, to be honest. But how can you when you really are not an adult yourself? Hmm. I'll be right back, you guys. I got to think on that one. You know, just like the quote I found, you know, two ways of being happy. My thought process is, like I always say, these are just my thoughts. That anybody that's out there doing something reckless. I'm not going to say negative. I'm just going to say reckless. I often wonder what is going on in their lives to make them act out the way they're they're doing. You know, are they happy? They can't be happy. How can you be happy? Do I guess I guess in a sense, yeah. If you like what happened over the weekend, somebody drag racing. Okay, yeah, they were drag racing, but what brought on it? You know, what happened that they had to do it? Especially being grown. To be honest, these two individuals were like in their late 30s. That were drag racing. I'm just, I'm just beyond words with that one. I mean, something like that, we would expect for them to say, oh yeah, they were some 20 year olds. I wouldn't expect somebody almost 40 years old to be out there drag racing. In my mind, you have not grown up. You're still thinking as a child. You know, the scriptures say when I was a child, I think as a child, I spoke as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. That's the problem. They don't know how to put away childish things because they never truly grew up. That's I'm just saying that's just my thought process. 
Because because when you're happy, when you are totally happy, think about it. When you're totally happy, you do things that bring you joy to keep you, you know, keep your mind calm, enjoying life, smiles on your face and everything. But when you're not happy, darkness comes in and your thought process go to a place sometimes so deep that you can't even come out of. Just like depression. You know, depression can, for some people, can have them in there so deep and so trapped and hold on to them that they find themselves isolated, unable to function. Darkness in life will do the same thing. But with some, it gets so deep. You know, let me put it like this. I'm I'm watching... I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but I'm watching the Oval. Everybody kept telling me, oh, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. These people are crazy. So right off the rip with the very first episode, I had anxieties. <laughs> Believe it, I had anxieties watching this show. I'm like, what in the hell kind of dysfunction is this? I mean, even now, I went through the whole season and I am totally uncomfortable watching this show because there is so much darkness in these individuals, so much hate and hurt and everything that it puts me on edge. (laughs) Truly, it does. I mean, even for the teenagers in this show because they actually are representing represented in some of the teenagers of today they and it's coming from the fact that how their parents has raised them did they even come out how their parents raised them i'm sorry i'm getting i'm i'm getting over excited here that my words ain't coming out right but as parents god gave us a gift. He allowed us to bring these gifts, these precious lives into this world. For some of us, it was to, like myself, it was to take me off of a path that I was going to, going down, I should say, that probably had a lot of danger for me if I didn't get off of it. Even though to me, I was having fun. But the Lord knew what was down the road and he needed to stop me. And that's when my son, and, and trust me, when my son, when I had my son, my whole life changed. My thought process changed and everything because now I had a responsibility to raise and provide for this child that I now have. If more parents, if every parent would think that way, where would our children be today? What would life look like today? I can't say that there won't be any crime or, you know, um, accidents and so forth, because those things are going to happen. But just maybe, just maybe people would actually think twice before they react, not allow their emotions to dictate how they behave, not allow other people 
to persuade them to behave a certain way. Not to follow the crowd all the time. Allow common sense to direct you at given times. Wow, pray for pray for our pray for our children, pray for the families, pray for this world. We need help, y'all. We need help. I'm I I hate to hear that another child has lost their lives. Even little ones. We're, we're losing little ones who haven't even started life yet. They haven't even been to school. And they're, you know, accidental shootings or they just happen to be in a path of a bullet for someone else and they're gone and the person who fired a shot, they're gone too because now you're locked up. I don't know, y'all. Happiness. That's all God wants for us. He wants peace. He wants happiness, prosperity. He wants us to enjoy life, to live life, to be there for one another, to help one another, not to take each other out. I don't know you guys. I'm just. Something's got to give. We have to be able to reach these individuals. To reach the parents. It's got to start with the parents. It's got to start at the house. It all starts at the house. What you put in your child at home is what they're going to be taking out into the street. So make sure that it's positive, productive, loving, caring. Love on your children because you don't know how long they're going to be here. You don't even know how long you're going to be here. That's all I got, guys. You take care. Be safe out there. I love you all.